The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash earnings right now. netsuite.com slash earnings. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. My name is David Williams. I'm a stock at Dollar General. And I'm one of the hundreds of thousands of Dollar General employees who come into work every day scared for our safety. We're scared because we know that the leaders of Dollar General are not looking out for the safety of workers. The company has expanded so fast and so recklessly that on any given day, I might have to deal with a rat infestation, a door that won't lock, or someone pointing a gun at me with no security to protect me. Last week, we talked about the tough lives of retail workers these days and the challenges facing brick-and-mortar stores in an increasingly online marketplace. Today, a closer look at one of the most visible retailers in the U.S., Dollar General. With 19,000-plus locations, there are more Dollar Generals in America than Walmarts and Wendy's restaurants combined. The company's success is based on selling common necessities for less. But Bloomberg's Brendan Case and Josh Idelson report about the downside of Dollar General's desire to squeeze out profits by also operating the stores themselves as cheaply as possible. The company has racked up fines for soiled merchandise, expired food left on shelves, and stores that are often dirty and unsafe. I'm Wes Kosova. Today on The Big Take, the high price of low prices. Josh, I have to say, this story makes for some pretty shocking reading. How did you come up with the idea of writing about Dollar General? Well, Dollar General came onto our radar because the U.S. Workplace Safety Agency, OSHA, had repeatedly cited them. They also put Dollar General on their severe violator list of companies that were, in the agency's view, showing particular disregard for workers' rights. And it was the first time a national retail company had been placed on that list. So there were tea leaves that suggested that something peculiar was going on here and something that our readers at Business Week might not expect from a retail company. People are more used to the idea that a job like warehousing or construction or logging could come with risks to the worker's health. A lot of people think of retail as not a great job, but presumably a safe job. And so we were eager to figure out what's going on. And we did that really through two threads, one of which was thousands of pages of documents that took months of public records requests and follow up to shake loose 
from states around the country as well as from federal OSHA. And the other thread was talking to people in these stores, traveling around the country to Oklahoma, to Louisiana, to Florida, talking to people who've worked in these stores at the hourly level, as well as people who've been in management at the store level or above the store level, and trying to identify patterns in what the safety experts from the government were finding and what the people who've worked in or are still working in these stores are experiencing. And Brendan, through all those documents, through all the interviews that you did with employees and others, you paint a very vivid picture. Can you describe for us what you found? So based on our reporting, we found lots of evidence of stores being in very rocky shape. There are stores where there are products that are way past their due date, you know, whether it's yogurt, crackers, even in some cases, baby products. We found stores that were quite dirty at times, which is a common complaint you hear among communities who oppose the expansion of Dollar General's. And you spoke to one Dollar General employee who describes this very thing. Yes, his name is Joseph Tinker, and he worked at the store in Apache, Oklahoma. And in this case, there were colonies of sparrows and blackbirds that nested in the ceiling. They got in through a hole in the roof. They ended up nesting and laying eggs and began regularly going to the bathroom on the goods. His bosses wouldn't let him throw this merchandise out. This would included pillows stained with feces. Instead, the employees were ordered to clean the goods, in some cases by taking them home to wash and returning them back to the shelves. One of the most striking moments for me in reporting this story was meeting up in Oklahoma with Joseph and his now husband, Josh, who was the manager of the store. They both left the store when there was a walkout and mass resignation last year over being forced to work without functioning air conditioning. We went back into that store and I was struck seeing the shelving that was propped up with milk crates, the lack of light in the bathroom, the bugs, both living and dead, the rusty equipment, the unhinged doors, the yellowish puddles on the floor. And Josh and Joseph, they noticed those things too. But their takeaway was that the store has improved since when they worked there, because now the air conditioning is working. We talked with one worker who, in his first months on the job, was told by a manager to purposefully block exits with merchandise as a way to deter would-be shoplifters. And that store actually burned to the ground a couple years after this employee started working there. There was one time I seen an exit filled with stacks of water, like cases after cases after cases of water. That was employee David Williams. We also heard him at the very top of the show addressing Dollar General shareholders. And we'll hear a bit more of what he had to say at that meeting in a minute. David Williams has been working for four years for Dollar General. He's someone who knows about worst case scenarios, having been made a refugee by Hurricane Katrina as a teenager. And he was pained about 
blocking the exits. And then after the fire, seeing the lack of change. He's someone who's committed himself to trying to change the company. He's part of this growing confederation of different sorts of advocates and activists within and outside the company. In fact, with a proxy from a friendly shareholder, he went to Dollar General's shareholder meeting in May. Activists with brass band marched to the meeting and David Williams and a couple of colleagues went inside and he stood and confronted the company and described the conditions he's experienced and that other workers have experienced and urged approval of a shareholder resolution. In October, OSHA added Dollar General to its severe violated list dedicated to employers who have willful, repeated safety violations. These violators include aisles, emergency exits, fire extinguishers, and electrical panels blocked by boxes of merchandise stacked up to six feet high. This is all made worse by the serious level of understaffing. It is not uncommon for a worker to be alone in the store at night in areas where robberies commonly occur. There are people who've been in management at the company who say they put in tickets in Dollar General's internal system and their concerns were ignored. One woman who was a district manager told us that she spent months just trying to get outside lights replaced at a store where workers were clocking out in darkness and was told eventually she needed to provide a photo to show how dark it was late at night before the lights could be replaced. Workers have described issues with being cut by faulty equipment, with what they see as regular fire hazards, also with threats of violence from customers. One man I talked to said he quit his job because someone was taking products and he followed what he had been told was this vague directive to stop people from stealing. And then the man threatened to kill him. And so he, the worker, decided to go work somewhere else. And a through line in many of these issues about dealing with potential threats from other people in the stores, about the expired products of all sorts that workers have seen, that we've seen. A common theme here is staffing, that workers say there aren't enough people to look out for each other, to look out for customers in terms of the ability to move through the store, the quality of the products, that this model that has let the company grow very quickly and save a lot of money has come at a real cost in all of these ways. And Brendan, you went to Dollar General and presented them with your findings. What did they say about all of this? Dollar General had a few things to say to us. And one of them is that they strive to be a force for opportunities in the communities that they serve. And they take their responsibility to provide a safe and healthy work environment seriously. In its statement to Businessweek about this story, Dollar General also said they work with their store teams to promptly address any issues. 
The company said when they learn of maintenance or repair needs in or around their stores, they take prompt action. And they said they have various cleaning protocols, work with pest control firms, and will sometimes take other steps to ensure a healthy and safe environment. The company is contesting many of OSHA's citations and says it's implementing additional safety trainings and compliance audits. The company recently said it would spend an extra $150 million this year to improve in-store conditions. And a lot of that money will go to increase staffing. Whether that's enough, time will tell. They didn't dispute the specific findings, and they said that they're in talks for a settlement agreement with OSHA, the workplace safety regulator. Where those talks end up, how they end up, that remains to be seen. After the break, how did Dollar General get to this place? Success is more than a destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's dedication, it's fortitude, and it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years, and it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel has built a company and culture unlike any firm on Wall Street. Because success is the drive it takes to keep pushing. It's the passion to keep investing. It's the best of each of us, made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Brendan, Josh earlier said that what's happening at Dollar General is emblematic of their business model and how they operate. What is Dollar General's business model? Dollar General's business model consists of selling basic goods at a huge number of stores. They've blanketed the U.S. with stores. They've got 19,000 locations. That's more than any other U.S. retailer. And selling basic essentials at competitive prices, not Always the lowest price in the market, but competitive prices in locations that are designed to be more convenient than perhaps a Walmart supercenter, for example, that might be located 5, 10, 15, 20 miles from customers, especially in rural areas. Anybody without easy access to a car could struggle getting there. 
And also going to a big store is a big time commitment. Going to a Dollar General means popping in and, and popping out. Most of the goods they sell are consumables. And so you'll see a lot of basic food items. You'll see a lot of packaged food items. And you'll see a lot of, of non-edible but grocery items such as, you know, paper products or, or, or plates or what have you. And that model was refined over time. The company's first store was opened in 1955. That's seven years before Sam Walton opened the first Walmart. By the time the son of the founder stepped down early this century, the company had about 6,000 locations. It was then purchased by a private equity group led by KKR. In 2007, it went public again in 2009, and that's where its growth really started to take off. They began opening stores at a very high cadence. They were way outpacing Walmart and Target, other big retailers, in terms of sales gains, powered in part by the proliferation of locations. It's not necessarily a unique business model, Dollar Tree which is its biggest rival, has a similar model, at least in a broad brush perspective, but Dollar General has executed it better. It has thousands more locations, and up until recently, it was far outpacing Dollar Tree in terms of sales gains and market value. Josh, one other really interesting thing in your story was that unlike a lot of stores which seem to be getting bigger, Dollar Generals are very, very small stores. That's right. The average Dollar General store is around 7,500 square feet. That's less than a fifth the size of a typical neighborhood supermarket, let alone compared to a Walmart supercenter. You could probably hide a Dollar General store inside of a Walmart supercenter and struggle to figure out where you even put it. And part of what's made that model work is not having a lot of people in each of those stores. Sometimes there's only one or two people, including a manager, on the property. On TikTok earlier this year, a customer posted about what she described as the experience of having to watch over a store herself as a random customer who'd come in that day so that the one employee working would have a chance to go to the bathroom. Brendan, given the working conditions you describe, why do people want to work at Dollar General? About four of every five Dollar General stores are located in communities with fewer than 20,000 people. And so a lot of these stores are located in places where the options of other places to work are relatively limited. We spoke with one woman in Mississippi who said that in her town, it's basically a question of working at the Dollar General or working at the local chicken plant. And just as their real estate strategy has to do with convenience for customers, ease of getting there, that holds true for workers too. It might be easier for many employees to get to a local Dollar General than to get to some other employer, particularly if they live in more rural areas. All that said, the company is clearly acknowledging the need to spend more on labor, and presumably that extends to the challenge of 
attracting workers to work there in the first place, in addition to giving them the hours that many employees and store managers say are needed to keep the stores in better conditions. You know, a company like Walmart has gotten a lot more scrutiny over the past decade than Dollar General. And we've seen a combination of factors, including activism by workers and scrutiny from lawmakers and the public, force Walmart to make some changes to the point that in 2021, Walmart raised its minimum pay level to $12. It's now at 14 minimum at Walmart. That's a contrast with Dollar General, where a study of survey data from 2021 showed that most workers at Dollar General made less than $12 an hour and that close to a quarter of them made less than $10 an hour. When we come back, what comes next for America's most prolific retailer? Success is more than a destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's dedication, it's fortitude, and it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years, and it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel has built a company and culture unlike any firm on Wall Street. Because success is the drive it takes to keep pushing. It's the passion to keep investing. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Brendan, you described how the company has increased the number of locations very, very quickly. How profitable is it? To put some numbers on that, net income last year was about $2.4 billion. That was 50% higher than five years before. And sales were almost $38 billion, which was 60% more than five years before. And yet you write that recently Dollar General's share price has fallen. It's been a really tough year for Dollar General in the stock market, and unusually so. In fact, since KKR brought the company back to the public markets in 2009, the shares have actually never posted an annual decline. It's looking like this year will will break that streak. And I'd say that you can point to a few different problems. One is that lower-income customers, the kind of people that, that Dollar General caters to, 
are really under rising financial pressure. That's just a given for all retailers at this point, but it hits Dollar General particularly hard. Another thing that is a big headwind for Dollar General is increased competition. Walmart obviously has very competitive prices. It also has services like home delivery that Dollar General can't match. And Josh, is there any indication that all of these OSHA violations that you've talked about is having any effect on the company's bottom line? It was interesting talking to the head of OSHA, pointed by Joe Biden, who acknowledged himself that OSHA does not have the power to levy the sorts of fines that another agency like the EPA might. His description of what OSHA is accomplishing, in part, was getting the company's attention by getting the public's attention. The tens of millions of dollars in proposed fines from OSHA is very much a drop in the bucket compared to the company's revenue. OSHA also has this fragmented structure where around half the states have their own mini OSHAs that are responsible for enforcement. And some of them have not seemed eager to bring any hammer down on this company. In fact, in a number of cases, state labor agencies, even when they cited the company, issued $0 fines. We found through our public records requests actual $0 invoices that the government sent to Dollar General. And told them to pay $0? Yes, please remit payment promptly in the amount of $0. And how do they explain why they would do that? I was told by the state of North Carolina that a $0 citation they used was part of the justification for a larger penalty a few years later. When a similar issue cropped up, the state of Tennessee told me that in their view, the amount of penalty for a company doesn't play a role in identifying and correcting workplace hazards. And also you write that some towns have now tried to block Dollar Generals from opening near them. Why has there been this kind of resistance? That's right. We write about the towns and cities around the country that have either rejected expansion efforts or have put in place policies that restrict the construction of more dollar stores. For example, by saying you can't build one within one mile or within two miles of existing ones. In talking to people in those cities and towns around the country, one of the themes that's come up is the clutter in the existing stores. Another is the lack of fresh produce options. Fresh produce is not a particularly profitable product. And it's not the main thing that Dollar General is offering. Brendan, as you continue to keep an eye on Dollar General, what are you watching for in the future? Thinking about Dollar General's future, I'd say there's a few different things to watch. One of them is local opposition to the company's growth plan. And of course, the expansion has been so central to the company's financial success uh, over the last 15 years. In Recent years, though, you've had about 75 communities around the U.S. that have opposed dollar stores in one form or another. Long story short, you know, if opposition to dollar stores becomes a lot more common around the country, that would certainly have an effect. Um, and of course, that's just one consideration if you're thinking about Dollar General's future, especially from an investor standpoint or an employee standpoint. 
The other things are you've got rising costs, you've got increased competition from companies like Dollar Tree and Walmart that are also going after the same kind of lower income customers. And then you've got just the consumer backdrop where there's more and more pressure on shoppers. Lots of price increases the last couple years, rising borrowing costs now, just a lot of things that are eating away at people's purchasing power. Brendan, Josh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks for listening to us here at The Big Take. It's a daily podcast from Bloomberg and iHeartRadio. For more shows from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And we'd love to hear from you. Email us questions or comments to bigtake at bloomberg.net. The supervising producer of The Big Take is Vicki Vergolina. Our senior producer is Catherine Fink. Federica Romaniello is our producer. Our associate producer is Zenab Siddiqui. Hilda Garcia is our engineer. Our original music was composed by Leo Sidrin. I'm Wes Kosova. We'll be back tomorrow with another Big Take. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Success is more than a destination. It's dedication. It's fortitude. And it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a Stiefel Financial Advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE.